Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. <laughs> a lot. Jordan, I'm going to be honest with you. There's a lot of excitement going on sure. in the studio right now. You've heard of the elephant in the room, but we've got... A dog in the room? Look out, Martha. (laughs) That's the name of my new Netflix series, Dog in the Room. Oh, I thought it was Look Out, Martha. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just get get going, right? Let's introduce the guests. Let's talk about the dog. Our guest is what they call uh, multi-hyphenate. Sure. Was she uh, she here in Los Angeles performing in a theatrical run of a play by Ethan Cohen? Yes. She was. Mm -hmm. Was she also singing on that show? Yeah. Is she known as a singer? Certainly so. But is she known in the theater? Yes. Is she working (laughs) in film and television? Of course. Uh, Is is she a recording artist? Absolutely. Very much so. Is her name Nellie Mackay? Does she shoot skeet? We'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out. Nellie Mackay, welcome to Jordan Jesse Go. What a joy to have you here. In oh, the such studio. a joy to be here. My it's goodness. a delight to have you here. Have you ever shot skeet? Well, uh, no, but I, I, I like uh, carnival games, and this is uh, <laughs> who uh, doesn't? Yeah, I don't want to. But there's this thing. Uh, just you can check it out called L.A. Pig Save that I went to last night, and all those carnival games where it's about you know um, uh, aiming water uh, really came in handy because you give the pigs water, and so it, people say games don't amount to anything. But is this the way? Hold, hold on, hold. I, yeah. I need it. Okay, Wait, time out. So you're sh- I, what I'm envisioning now is something yeah. where you have one of those carnival water guns right. and you're spraying it at a thirsty pig is that what went on basically it, it it is but it's um it was with alexandra paul was there from baywatch <laughs> so it was, it was wow. a little surreal so i encourage everyone to go to la pig save you might meet alexandra and you certainly it'll change your life and that's that's a threat yeah <laughs> even more than a promise oh my gosh so it's for like for like wayward pigs uh well just thirsty pigs well yeah they're they're yeah they you know i mean the oh i don't want to bring down your point yeah it's a tough <laughs> just time check out it's LA a pig tough safe. time it's a tough time being a pig it's a tough time sure. yeah to such an extent sure. that if somebody's shooting a water gun at your face it's good news that's, that's right that's amazing yeah um yeah, so you you're you're one of your conditions for coming on the show. You're we got your writer. Yeah. All so right. <laughs> we have the honeydew but not the cantaloupe. Yeah. Um, but we did paint a honeydew to look like a cantaloupe. Oh, Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Well, you're the one who spilled the beans. Well, I <laughs> I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> um but uh, it was like you have a you have a dog that uh that is here with us in the studio who 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 you don't want to let out of your sight. <laughs> well, it's more that, you know, I mean, if I had enough uh, uh, money, I would definitely, you know, uh, have a nanny. Oh, sure. For oh, Bessie. God, yeah. God <laughs> I'd know? love to have a dog nanny. God, yeah. I mean, they talk about universal child care, but, you know, <laughs> sure. the animals are our children, too. Yes. <laughs> I mean, there's there's so much. Stephen Hawking's last words were that we could le- live lives of pretty much luxury. We have so much technology and wealth at our disposal, especially here at the wealthiest nation on Earth. Yeah. Oh, man. There's just so many little things that would help. Yeah, like a dog nanny. Yeah. yeah. And someone to help your dog with, like, pronunciation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, dog so, speech therapy. 
Okay. Social graces. <laughs> oh, which, dear which goodness, fork yes. to use? I know, I know. A real Mary Poppins type. <laughs> Bessie the dog is currently laying into what looks like maybe a handball ball, something along those lines. Yeah, like a classic peach ball. <laughs> a pinky high bounce. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, pinky high bounce. <laughs> and I was doing some I was doing some petting before Aww. earlier and uh, she's a little damp. So she she had a swim, you were saying. Yes, yes. Oh, swimming's so good for her joints. No, Does yeah, she sure. like yeah. to swim? Well, uh, she likes the ball, mm-hmm. and and her mommy makes her swim. Okay, because <laughs> she has arthritis, mm. so it's it's good. But uh, really, the best thing for her is testosterone. So, if I could just leave the room, life would be perfect. <laughs> uh, well, she's in the wrong room. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. she wants some. She wants some beta vibes. We yeah. can shoot those at her. <laughs> yeah, good news. Got a full supply of soy boys in here. <laughs> um, uh, um, oh, I was gonna say on oh. So did you have a Did you have a dog? Uh, uh, I just think I just think you know my my dad and my brother used to have a dog that was a dog called the Irish Water Dog. Oh, which is like a Portuguese water dog, the kind of the Obamas had. Right, right. Um, and they got it because my youngest brother had weird allergy issues mm-hmm. and had to get a, a dog that has hair instead of fur. Right. Uh, like there's a few kinds of dogs that have hair instead of fur, and so they don't have the same kind of dander. So it's less of a risk to people who are asthmatic or allergic to dogs. Right, right. So they got this dog. His name was Wally. Wally was dumb as a pile of rocks. Just the dumbest dog. Mm-hmm. But a, a, a good, sweet, sweet guy. And the one thing that Wally loved more than anything, and it's crazy the way that, like, all dogs are dogs. Right, right. But some are, like, seven pounds and some are, like, uh, 200 pounds. Mm. In the same way... Wally had 200 pounds of water vibes. Right. Like, they live in the city, in San Francisco, where they live pretty far from the beach. Uh, There's no rivers to speak of. So they would, like, walk him to this reservoir, and he could go in the reservoir for, like, two hours at a time of continuous reserv. Like, they would just let him off the leash at the reservoir. And just let him get in there and poison the city's water supply. <laughs> yeah. Just go wild for like sure. two hours. Is that why the neighborhood had that outbreak of were dogs? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what that. You know, with the luxury and the technology that we have, why not have a few were dogs? And you know what? You're right. Yeah. Life's life's a tapestry. <laughs> Sometimes you need a half human, half dog in there to shake things up. Yeah. Whereas you know, I, we told that we had this story on Jordan Jesse go my. My dog, Coco, Mm -hmm. uh, the older of my two dogs, uh, her only interactions with the water are circling it suspiciously because she wants those fucking fish so bad. She wants those fish so bad, but she knows that she doesn't know what to do with water. So once in a while, out there's a lake by my cabin, and there's a boat that just sits there. I don't know who the boat belongs to. Ghost boat, probably. We we'll use the boat once in a while. You know, somebody dragged it. Basically, somebody dragged a boat up there and left it. It's so, a general use boat. Yeah, and so we'll go. I'll go out in the. The lake is really small. We'll go out. I'll go out in the in the boat, and I will take Coco, my dog, onto the boat to get her used to the idea of water. I guess, and I got her a dog. A safety vest, yeah. you know, like a flotation vest mm-hmm. for dogs. I bought it at a garage sale. She wears it in the boat. Yeah, and then what's great, what's really good about it is not so much that it saves her from drowning as that it has a handle on the back no, so I can you, pick her up like a, a little, suitcase. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she just, the whole time she's on that boat, 
stock still, like full alert pose, like fuck you. What the fuck is this? <laughs> this is not natural. It's against yeah. God's wishes. <laughs> exactly. Um, how, what's it like being a traveling musician with a dog? Do well, you... it's funny, you know, you ask that because I just learned that um, that um, that you have that Jesse has a, a a cabin. Oh yeah. Gee, do your friends ever use the cabin? <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, you've been my friend for a long time. Yeah, there's, you know, yeah, like, there's you know, like I'm not getting paid to be here. There's right now. there's a there's acquaintances, there's friends, and then there's cabin friends. Uh-huh, it's a def- uh-huh. it's a special kind of intimacy. It's basically yeah. if you've done an interview. Yeah, exactly. I think that's, yeah. <laughs> Where's the cabin? It's in the it's in the Giant Sequoia National Monument. Oh, it's just like the the Southern Sierras, the Southern Sierras. Oh, so that's a little upstate. Exactly. That's funny. That's where we're headed tomorrow. Huh? Interesting. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> funny that you yeah. should mention that. Where? But you're you're on the road less these days, Nellie, right? Because you've been doing a lot more theater residencies. Oh, I love I love doing this. I love doing it. I love doing it. It's just so great. You're in the same spot. You're all taken care of. Nice green room, probably. Damn you what kind of stockings you want what brand and what hue wow oh. what's your brand and hue i mean it's not fair i mean there's th- things but in life that are just B. not let's fair let's talk b and h yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why people are tuning in what's the brand and what's the you yeah. <laughs> are we going legs mm-hmm. <laughs> uh you know actually a lot of pantyhose you know joan rivers used to do things about pantyhose how you could have a baby in them because they they hang so low around your knees and you wouldn't know and um and so, yeah, I guess it does matter. Next time I'm going to take a more avid interest. But it was all just, you know, it was all just heaven. And, and you know, if life is one of hierarchy and, uh, and uh, you know, we're all somewhere on the ladder. Boy, did I land good that for that show. Man. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, it's just, you got, it's just, you got, it's 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 just it's it's you feel like Jane Powell. Every person... I don't know who Jane Powell is. She's in Royal Wedding. Okay, you know, at one point, uh, is it Fred Astaire says to her, um, um, "No, it's Peter Lawford says, my, but you're pretty," and she says, "I know." <laughs> <laughs> it's a great movie. Yes. I really love it. What sorts of stockings would you want? Yes, <laughs> it reminded me that this play that uh, this play that Nellie was in, Ben Harrison and I from uh, Greatest Gen got to go see it, and um, it reminds you that if you are in Los Angeles, you know Los Angeles has a you know mixed theater tradition it's not chicago or new york when it comes to theater but one thing that can happen if you put on a legit theater production in los angeles you can have a cast of 12 all of whom are the greatest character actors of our time <laughs> like you just like you get a every, tim blake nelson in there exactly every single person who wandered on stage in this collection of one acts yeah. you're like oh shit there goes that guy <laughs> you knew everybody everybody and everybody was a brilliant genius too like you you don't have to it's like it's like a putting together an all ringer softball team wow man when you're, when i don't even know what that means but it's not, i mean that's what i feel like oh i loved watching everybody and and you know we got so close because we were all stranded out here without family, you know, or uh, you know, they made us live on the street, mean center theater. Yeah, it seems cruel, <laughs> but... It's, but, you know, it's a good way to get empathy. in character. I don't know what the characters were. Yeah, yeah. right. You right. feel what you heard was a little dog shake in there. Yeah, it was yeah. a good Classic, <laughs> I'm a little damp dog shake. Yeah. She's going to go drink some water. She's drinking some more of my water. Um, can I can I ask you guys, we yeah. touched on etiquette a little while back. Mm-hmm. Can what? I ask... 
What do you do if a strange dog comes into your studio and tears apart a pink rubber ball? <laughs> <laughs> He's just celebrating. Yeah, just boy, she lucky. fucked up that ball. Holy Way to go. I will clean it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. This is a joy. No, actually, Steve Agee does the same thing. Yeah, it's fucking Steve here. Agee. So, Jesus Christ, Steve. Um, so, yeah. So, I here's the here's the, the baseline question. Yeah. And then I can expand a little bit if, if an answer doesn't jump to your guys' mind immediately. Yeah. How do I... Ask my upstairs neighbor what the noises are. <laughs> so, I I don't know. Now, now, what's your living situation? Do you have a, you know, a house, an apartment, uh, uh, yeah. con- a condo? A... Well, just, you know, a, a little home with a lot of snow. Okay. In, in Pennsylvania, we call it white shit. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So, uh, but I mean, I see why people give me the slightest excuse. I'd move here. Oh, it's so wonderful. She can just lay in the sun all day. It's oh, heaven, yeah. heaven. Sure. Dogs like sun. Yeah. Here we've got a, yes, a little patio and a lemon tree. Oh, that's nice. Oh, heaven. Yeah. One does forget when when you live in Southern California. Uh, the luxury that, like, the number one weed in Southern California is a lemon tree. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, maybe now lime tree as well. Yeah. Sure. I had a few grapefruit trees in my last house. We got a, we got some nice plants. But got like, some nice, nice flora out the here. The top mm-hmm. lifestyle challenge is what am I going to do with all these fucking lemons? <laughs> right. <laughs> so I've, so I think, oh, so, so my, my upstairs neighbor and I, I think we've, we're the two people who have been, we're maybe two of three people who have been in my apartment building the longest. And so he's a, directly upstairs from me, and he, I, you know, he is a, he is a like good-looking guy in his maybe like early forties, graying very gracefully, uh, you know, just kind of a Steve Martin style graying, uh, r- r- great shape. The um and a, and a really nice guy. My apartment got mm. robbed last year, and he kind of like hung out with me and looked around and made sure the cops got there and stuff. Great dude. Mm. And the but I don't know too much about him personally. Like you know, we kind of chat about you know the junk mailbox and how it's overflowing. But just like you live in my apartment building, shit. And the story I've concocted for him is that. Maybe at one point in his life, maybe like early 90s, he was a professional kiteboarder, <laughs> someone who is on a, a, a board and lets a kite pull them along the water. We should explain that you live in Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And uh, and, you know, maybe he was and he was he's and he's one of the best one. He's a nationally ranked kiteboarder. I don't know what. Criteria you rank a kiteboarder style, I guess. It's Probably like boarding. Boarding, sure. Balance. Yeah. Um, Elegant. Finesse. <laughs> and so, yeah. So he was- Looking good in the neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> so he's nationally ranked and then maybe, you know, mid-90s come along, late-90s, and, and and kiteboarding never takes off. Uh, you know, forgive the pun, but it yeah. never takes but off. That was the headline of many an article in Kiteboarding Monthly. At yeah, the time. it's, you know, maybe how, like, we thought High Lie was going to catch on in America and it never <laughs> yeah. did. But there was just, this is my, and I, nothing, I have nothing, I have never seen him kiteboard. Yeah. Have but, you seen him do High Lie at all? N- no, I don't know. Lacrosse, but, any basket sports? No, I, not so far, but okay. again, I don't keep an eye on this guy. So you think he leaps off the couch? Well, funny you should mention that. <laughs> so for a while, the main upstairs neighbor noise I heard from this guy, and I've talked about this on the show before, the main upstairs neighbor noise I heard from this guy was, vroom, vroom, 
So that's just snoring. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's a sleeping robot. <laughs> what I assumed it was a, some kind of like ab rolling device, some oh, sort yeah. of like exercise machine that you would put on the floor, maybe that like Chuck Norris advertises on TV late at night. Mm-hmm. I'm an exercise machine that makes a noise. Yeah, kind of something you like row or something you kind of that has a spring or something attached to mm-hmm. it. So that's why I, what I assumed. Was if it had a spring, my first thought is that it would go spray oy oing. Uh, this is a different sort of spring, a different gauge of spring. Got it. You're I don't. Thinking, I'm not a spring spurt. So we are thinking of a 27B. This is a five gauge. Thank you. Um, Your fittings expertise always sets me at ease. Know a lot about springs. Yeah. But but now the past maybe two weeks, there's a new noise accompanying. Can I explain <sighs> just real quick to Nelly? My expertise is more ball bearings. Go ahead. <laughs> So, still happens. Still happens with regularity. I mean, it's obviously part of a workout or something. You want to do it regularly. The guy looks great. But now there is a sound that happens in the evening that I can only describe as repeatedly pushing a set of encyclopedias off a desk. Wow. There is a loud bang. Several loud, maybe two minutes of repeated loud bangs and sometimes an exclamation. So bang. And they're arrhythmic. Bang. 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 And then the other day I heard, ah, never again. (laughs) (laughs) Can I just say, Jordan, my first flush of memory. Right. Just recently – uh, I went to a show where your friend and mine, comedian and podcaster James Adomi, mm-hmm. was performing. One of the funniest guys around, yeah. James Adomi, if you don't if you don't know his work. Uh, and James did some material that I've really been thinking about since. Mm-hmm. The theme of which was that in gay pornography, mm-hmm. the men who are being men who are having their butts penetrated mm-hmm. uh, make gentle sweet, happy noises. And James's premise was that when he's being penetrated, he makes noises that are equivalent to a dad who can't find the light switch. (laughs) Uh, The examples he gave were, uh, as I recall, Al, who put that there. Mm -hmm. Everybody get in here. Uh, (laughs) What am I I made of money? (laughs) Yeah, et cetera. Um, So I'm wondering if this could be some kind of sexual practice with, mm-hmm. where we don't have firsthand experience, right? Or Speak only for yourself, you know, <laughs> we've only we've only experienced you know through media, mm-hmm. but in practice makes the sound <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like we imagine what? it. I'm to okay be... with. Yeah, <laughs> I'm wondering about the banging, the encyclopedia, sound? the encyclopedia. Bang. I mean, you're saying that like you've never fucked an encyclopedia. <laughs> no, sorry, I haven't. We, uh, you know, I thought I knew you, Jordan. I honestly thought I knew you. No, I've never, I've never Britannicaed. Oh, that's what you're asking. I'm a little bit vanilla in that way. I've never Britannicaed. Uh But here's what I want to do. Yeah, is I don't care that he's doing it. Right. It's a little. It's like it's weird. And if I'm, you know. And I know I'm not the, you know, I'm not the quietest neighbor. So I play the wait, wait, don't tell me quiz with Amazon Alexa constantly. Yeah. Sure. Well, you got to keep up with the news. You got to keep up with the news. What's that? They speak to you and you play a quiz? Yeah. Do you know the wait, wait, don't tell me the NPR show? So they have a feature. This is just a fun tip for anybody who has an Amazon Alexa out there. Say, Alexa. 
play the wait, wait news quiz, and then Sagal comes on and gives you a little quiz about the news, and then he tells you at the end what percentile you're in. Uh-huh. Oh. It's a joy. And I know that can probably get a little loud. Yeah. Because, you know, Sagal's saying the quiz, I'm exclaiming. <laughs> Who put that there? Who put that there? <laughs> Where's the light switch? <laughs> sure. Never again. Never again. <laughs> Never again. Yeah, there's this, for such a lighthearted quiz show, there's a lot of September lot of 11 f- stuff in that a quiz. A lot of fatalism. Yeah. Um, and I don't care that he's doing, and I don't want him to seem attacked, but I do want to know what this is more than anything. Right. Nelly, so, I feel like you're uniquely qualified for two reasons. Number one, you have an elegant attitude. You're, you're a well-mannered person. And the other thing is, you know, while you may live in a snow-dusted uh, property in P- Pennsylvania, was it? Yeah. The home state of the great Brian Fernandez, our producer. Uh-huh. Uh, I think that you probably have had more, just by being a New Yorker, to do like, you know, to do theater runs and so forth. You've probably had some neighbor experience that we as detached home Californians uh, can't match. Yes. One that's frequently invoked in New York is uh, that someone upstairs is teaching their baby dinosaur to walk. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. That's, yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, that's the situation yeah. I'm in. Oh. <laughs> that would be cute. I it, would love to see the dinosaur. But is he friendly? Do you know him otherwise? Yeah, he's a nice, he's a nice, he's a nice guy. And we definitely like, you know. He's a real Denver. Huh? The last. <laughs> he's a dead reason, my friend, and a whole lot more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, plays a guitar, skateboards, great guy. Yeah. That was a cartoon when we were kids oh. about a dinosaur who skateboarded. Oh, no kidding. Played yeah. the guitar. Denver. Did the last dinosaur. Yeah. The, really? Yeah. Named Denver. That was him. Oh. What a guy. Where's that reboot, huh? Yeah, let's reboot that. Um, Actually, let's, let's, let's write some letters. To <laughs> show business? Yeah. <laughs> Dear Hollywood. Yeah. Dear Jeffrey Katzenberg, <laughs> I know you own Denver. <laughs> I fucking know it. Even if you say you don't, you do. It's going to yeah. be real combative. We just... see through your lies, Katzenberg, your scrim of lies. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm friendly with this guy, and I want to know what the banging is. But when I – because I – because my, my, my instinct is the next time I just see him when we're, like, mm. going out to our cars or, you know, getting the mail or whatever, to say, hey, what's that banging? But I don't, I don't, don't want him to feel attacked. I don't, don't want him to, be... to feel attacked. I understand exactly what you're saying because I feel like every way that you would ask him feels like you are trying to tell him to be quiet. Right. Indirectly. Yes, exactly. And – I don't think that's what you want. I think you enjoy these sounds. It's like a it's like having a second friend in addition to your cat that's always there for you. In sure, your, in sure. Your I, have, I have I have three things. I have the wait wait news quiz. <laughs> so I got Sagal. I got yeah. the cat, and then I have periodic arrhythmic banging followed by exclamations. Yeah. Just an aside, by the way, I I have a great Alexa tip. Mm-hmm. If you say Alexa, play Huey Lewis in the news sports. We'll play the great album Sports by Huey Lewis and the News. We'll probably shuffle it, though. <laughs> yeah, it might. It might. But, you know, I think just you, saying. Yeah, it's trying to get you to sign up for Amazon Music so you could play them in whatever order you want to. Right. So if you have Amazon Music, but it'll probably shuffle the songs from Sports. But right. you know what? Still a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess I'm just kind of not sure what to do. Like, I do I do want to know. I'm, I'm curious. But, but yeah, but I also don't want him to think that I'm... Because, I mean, it's... Listen, it's, it's loud. It's a little bit weird, but... You know, we all got to live together. And as far as, you know, annoyances go, it's pretty minor. Um, 
so yeah, but I but yeah, I just the curiosity is just driving me fucking nuts. I bet Nellie's fucking played a vibraphone in an apartment sometime. Oh, <laughs> you know sometimes, and I always try to do it. You know, with the in the decent hours, piano um, people will get very um, uh, unhappy. They'll they'll start tromping, and I can tell they're unhappy. And it's, I don't really know why they hate music so much. I mean, I try, <laughs> I try not to practice. Yeah, I get very self-conscious repetitive practicing. You try to more play a tune. You're a show woman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, they they want their money back. But maybe if you made friends and he invited you to a party, it could, I don't know. That would be nice. I would love to get invited to one you, of his kiteboarding parties. Yeah, you're a boy detective. There's got to be a way in there. To yeah, out. that's true. I need to start living up to this fucking nickname that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. I, I, I just start doing some detective work. What I've about certainly this? got the time on my hands. Jordan. And you... I've got lots of dust that I could dust for prints. You worked <laughs> for one of America's top five action sports television networks. Sure, yes, that's for true. five or seven years, mm-hmm. however long that was that you worked there at, at the late lamented Fuel TV. R.I.P. This is one of my first showbiz jobs, Nellie, is I worked for a TV network that um, did a lot of uh, skateboarding, snowboarding, motocross, things like that. You yeah. know, guy stuff. Yeah. Guy, <laughs> guy stuff. You've been recognized. Look, you've been recognized in a coffee shop by Tony Hawk. That's true. Okay. Uh-huh. Tony Hawk recognized me in a Starbucks. And that's, uh, and that was, and basically my life's kind of plateaued after that. <laughs> There's been some, you know. You got punched by a motocross guy one time. That was before I got oh, okay. recognized by Tony Hawk. So that was on the ascent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then so, now it's just kind of leveled out. So maybe you need to work those leads and find out what is a what does a kiteboarding guy really want? What, what really presses the buttons of a kiteboarding oh, guy? Oh, so you're saying show up with a gift? I think I it could be a gift. It I could will be also an action <laughs> it could be a a key phrase that they're all. I mean, right. you got I the way I assume it, there has to be some kind of mental programming to get someone to become a professional kiteboarder. Oh, sure. So there's got to be a key phrase that will. Uh, Manchurian candidate them into telling you where these noises are coming from. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, again, again, the kiteboarding thing is a theory concocted by me, but let's go ahead and take it as canon. Let's go ahead and assume that he's actually a professional kiteboarder who's fallen on hard times. Yeah. I mean, the times aren't that hard. He's doing fine. He's got himself a nice apartment there in West Hollywood. Sure. We're both doing okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably... a desirable real estate. Yeah. Close to... Um, a blue bottle. Yeah, you gotta get that blue bottle coffee. Yeah, they they do know how to do the pour over exactly right. Yeah, mm-hmm. it takes a little bit longer, but it's not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a little bit longer, but trust me, it's not worth it. <laughs> I guess maybe it is. I don't know. Who cares? Um, yeah, I'll probably just next time I'm next to him, and we're like getting the mail or something, and he's out there. I'll just whisper in his ear, whoosh. <laughs> and then he'll tell me his secrets. <laughs> is there? Is there? What are the? What are the? Con, what are the exact contacts for? What are the exact contexts for direct contact that you have with this handsome older man? Yeah. So out to get the mail, out to take out the garbage. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no like parking in my my. We don't have like a garage or anything, so everybody parks on the street. Sometimes you know you're walking out to your car. Mm-hmm. Um, walking out to your car together or you know you're 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 coming as they're going um, i don't think garbage is going to be it you don't think yeah because too smelly it's too smelly no one wants to hang there 
Mm, yeah, right, yeah. Even once you've dumped the garbage, your instinct is to get back inside, get out of the garbage area. Mm-hmm. Get out of a garbage place. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? You want to get back to a, a place where garbage is, is contained, as it should be. Sure. You want to get that new, you want to get that fresh new bag in there. Fucking probably got that and scented breeze. Start, start filling it. Oh, fill it up with the detritus of our consumer lifestyle. That's right. So I coffee think, pods. I thousands think, of them. I think mail is the mail is definitely the place. Right. Because that is everybody likes mail. It's putting you in a good mood. Exactly. Unless it's you know. Are, do you a think pill. you might be? You think there might be any mail that you're both getting? Like uh, you know the. Uh, the Land's End catalog. Well, certainly, Bed Bath and Beyond coupon. See, this is the this, this is, is this is what yeah. a real detective would have started with. We're both getting the Bed Bath and Beyond coupon. That's twenty percent off anything in the goddamn store. <laughs> well, with some exceptions. There's 15. a long list of exceptions <laughs> yeah. at the bottom of those. You'll That's notice. True. Dogs asleep, though, by the way. It's very cute. <laughs> we're oh, down yeah. to about 40% of the ball, I would say. <laughs> you wore her out. It's perfect. Yeah. She has, she She's just happy has, at last. She has a little bit of ball that's stuck between the sides of her lips as she's lied down lie, lies down on her side. Oh, babes. That, that looks like she uh, drank too much, vomited, and passed out. Oh. <laughs> Whoa, man. What a night. Yeah. <laughs> she's at a wild bachelor party. Yeah. <laughs> what, uh, what are her favorite chewables? Um, uh, oh, uh, chew- you mean purple kush? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. What are her favorite edibles? Well, we just went to the, the uh, 99 cents only on the other side of MacArthur Park. Uh, great scene. And she flopped right by. They have a lot of dog toys. Do they? If you got dog. Yeah. Man, That's I... one of the realest 99 cent store. I love, I love the 99 cent store within walking distance mm-hmm. because it is a store that truly sells one of anything you need. When I lived like half a block from a 99 cent store... It was my greatest pleasure to need something and know that I could just walk over to the 99 cent store and get a bad version of it. Bottle of dishwashing liquid? Anything. Well, they, well, certainly here in Los Angeles, it's always a joy because they will, without a doubt, carry Los Angeles's most legendary brand of cleaning products, LA's Totally Awesome. <laughs> we have that in New York, too. You oh, have wow. LA's Totally Awesome or New York's Totally Awesome? No, it's LA's Totally Awesome. And, of course, it must be from here. Yeah. For goodness sake. It's not from Louisiana. I'll tell you that much right now. <laughs> but, I mean, I think, you know, LA is aspirational. So, yeah. you know, there's a lot of lot of examples of kind of LA products. LA looks. Yeah. You can right. get that at the dollar store, too. Sure. Spike it up. <laughs> That's what I say. <laughs> LA lights. Oh, the yeah. Light up sneakers. Oh, God. I've missed those. I think yeah. it's time What's for that? us to. That's coming back any day now, right? You think yeah. so? Oh, I, I hope so. Yeah, they, I, you know, I'm. They they have. Uh, I was just thinking with your neighbor that you could have on your phone. You could find the sound of the app machine, but you could find it on sound effects, maybe. Online. Oh yeah, sure. And you could say, hey, you know, I've been trying to figure out what this sound is. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I I I work in media. You know, yes, just say I work in media. I That's work in media. Start. Yeah, yeah. And I came across this sound, but you know, I just want to know. I mean, this is familiar to you to put it out on the air. What what it would suggest to people? I know yeah. you're a guy who's always yeah. listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it. Just record, right? Record these sounds, but kind of make it seem like I had found them on some sort of you know internet sound database yeah, or something. Yeah. You just say you found them during your career as a media as a, worker. As a worker in media, <laughs> keep it vague. Yeah, do not actually, get actually, into say it. you know our producer Brian 
that's true. these sounds, and you know he's not from here. No, yeah, oh, yeah that's a good point. You know? Rural Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I like this. So we start in chatting about the Bed Bath and Beyond twenty percent off coupon. You're like, right. oh, anything in the store? And actually, there's a little bit of a list at the bottom of the things you can't get twenty five percent off. So it's kind of more like get you in the door. <laughs> can I can I clarify one thing though? Because I don't want to send you in there blind. Mm-hmm. Is there something in particular that you should mention to him? You're going to get your twenty percent off on in the Bed Bath and Beyond. Linens? I mean, linens? I always like to refresh my washcloths. That's something I like to treat myself to. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, you can do it even in tough times. You can do that for, you know, not that much money. It's a little treat you can give yourself. Just a load of fresh cloths. Yeah. Feels great on the skin. Nothing feels better on the skin than a fresh load. Love. Yes. A fresh, that's what I call a pack of washcloths, a load. (laughs) And so, yeah, maybe I'm like talking about refreshing, refreshing my cloths and asking him if he likes to do the same. That's a pretty. <laughs> How often intimate, do you refresh your cloths? That's a pretty intimate opener, Jordan. <laughs> that's true. I'm not. I'm not saying it's not what you should go with because mm-hmm. it definitely it's got a fun story behind it. That's true. <laughs> you get to mention that you've gone through some tough times lately. <laughs> <laughs> Man, <laughs> shit's rough, huh? <laughs> get, that, get that off your chest. Yeah, definitely. This man you've only talked to about garbage cans to this point mm-hmm. <laughs> and robberies and robberies. Maybe that's what. Maybe you could just say, you know. I really appreciate your help with that robbery. Mm-hmm. I can get over to Bed Bath and Beyond, get myself some new cloths. Why don't I pick you up a load? Pick <laughs> <laughs> you up a hot load of cloths. Can I get you a fresh load for your face. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'd love to hear that. And then, and then we're chatting about you know cloth loads. And then, <laughs> hey. As you know, I work in media. <laughs> My producer, Brian, from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, excuse me. He's from rural Rural Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yeah. He's not a, this is a some city boy sounds. like Rocky Balboa. That's true. Right. You think he He's is no Rocky Philly Balboa. fanatic. <laughs> That's Brian's new nickname, by the way, the, <laughs> the Philly, Philly fanatic. fanatic. <laughs> Um, I'll call him the Liberty Bell because I think he's got a little more dignity. But <laughs> sure, yeah. just, and a little bit of a Southern charm, even though he's not from the South. And you know what? I think he's a little cracked. That's that's, that's <laughs> Guys, true. He's something a little warped. A little, if you meet Nellie, you've met Brian. Okay, <laughs> there's something a little cracked a little, there. A little twisted. Just a little something. <laughs> he's a nice normal man. He's a very normal guy. <laughs> well, it's weird that he hangs out with us, frankly. This is great. I feel like I have a plan. Thank yeah. you, guys. This is perfect. Okay. Wait, but what's step two? So step one is the washcloth yeah. bit. And then tell him Second, I work in media. Yeah. And then play him the sounds. Yeah. And see, just, and you know. If he's actually making these sounds, he'll know what they are immediately, and it'll, but it'll seem like really organic. It'll seem mm. like I'm just bringing it up because right. I need a fresh ear. What kind of mic are you going to use to record these? Forgive me. I'm working media, but sure. what, are we using a, a shotgun or an Omni? Boom. You're going to put it on a boom? I'm going to put it on a boom, yeah. That's a good idea. That'll get you right up in there. Mm-hmm. I know how to hold it like this. Oh, yeah. Uh, for the at-home listener. Yeah, just describe my how I'm uh, holding it. So mm-hmm. one of his arms is well crooked, mm. I would say, but the hand is in a fist above his head. Uh, the other arm, straight out. Yeah. Uh, with you don't a fist get at it, the end, yeah, what's known as the media salute. You don't want that boom in the shot. No. How long do you have to hold that in movies and things? <sighs> Boy, I don't know. I've done some, like, PA work, mm. and I've had to hold the boom. Um, I'm uh, very bad at it and I, I'm, you know, it's one of those things where I've been asked to do it and then they ask me to stop doing it and they get somebody else to do it. I'm not known for my arm strength. It's, I'm known for, um, my, um, 
Work in media? Work in media, exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. I would think if it was that heavy and it was that long, they would have a stand for it. They have to move it? That's the trouble? I think it's like a union job or something. Oh, wow. So I think, you know, you don't want to replace a union worker with a stand. Right. Mm-hmm. But how heavy is it? How long is it? I want to practice so I can do it. Yeah, wow. Do <laughs> you want a new job as a grip? I was just speaking, actually, at the Pig Save. There was a woman. She's going to be a stand-up comic on America's Got Talent. She was just filming oh, her, her thing. That. Yeah, and she's, but she also she's worked in media for a long time. And she's she does like once a week as a grip. And uh, she just hands good bread. Yeah, you know those 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 those, those union jobs. You know yeah. they're 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 the life's blood of the industry. Yeah. I actually I've got a tip for you, Nelly, mm-hmm. and I think this might help your situation mm-hmm. too. Sure, I think both of you are going to want to go parabolic microphone. Mm. That's how you get to what the coach is saying to the players across the court. Yeah, that's that sounds how like you, it'll be a really rich sound. That's how you record what. Uh, that's how you record what a Czechoslovakian intelligence official is saying <laughs> sure. across a. A crowded bar in in Kiev. How do you what's, what's the parabolic microphone? It has a parabolic, like it has like it looks like you're carrying, basically a direct TV antenna, right. but on a gun handle, and you point it at what you want. So in Jordan's case, he would point it at the ceiling. How's it go? <laughs> Sorry, I was immediately. My first thought was, of course, spray oil. Spray well, you know. Is what, how I think very of rudimentary this understanding of the spring. Well, you know, I mean, if we if we want to talk ball bearings again, I can sure. talk ball bearings till the, till my face turns mm-hmm. blue. But I so this is maybe just a question, and I think that sounds like a great idea. It's a good union and it, too, Jordan. It's a good, sure, you could use a you good union gig. Yeah, of course. I think this is uh, you know you've been freelancing lately. Sure. Think Local. about the parabolic healthcare. But it's great. You're gonna get. You're gonna have a finger touching your prostate therapeutically <laughs> like this. Oh, therapeutically. <laughs> oh, never mind. Well, look, I think I think you're not hurting for people for fingers touching your prostate <laughs> sensually. Sure. But you're short oh, there's a line around the block. <laughs> you're short on therapy. Take a number, I say. <laughs> I have one of those deli things when you take a number. Who turned out the lights? Everybody get in here. Maybe here, maybe you can help me with this, Nelly. This might be something you know a little bit about, too. Maybe, Jesse, because you, you, know, you work mm-hmm. in audio media. Mm-hmm. What if? I mean, I think this sounds like a great idea, and I'd probably get a real clear record. What if I wanted kind of a vintage sound? Mm. Like uh, something that maybe sounded a little bit, something classic, kind of timeless. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the, of course, you can't beat the richness of a Neumann. Sure. Oh, gotta right. get a Neumann. Have you thought, I mean, I'm sure Nelly's recorded with a Neumann many oh, times. It's a wonderful, and the old ribbon mics that predate oh. even, I think, even the Neumann. Yeah, get yourself a nice ribbon mic. Mm. You know what? Make one. Get go down to the ninety nine cent store. Get yourself some <laughs> ribbon. Yeah, some L A ribbon. <laughs> yeah, L A is totally awesome. L A is totally so awesome. The best ribbon out there. What's your what's your uh, what's your top ribbon mic experience? Probably uh, what if it's not a Neumann? What are we, maybe a Shure? Good Lord. I, I a Behringer. Could be a Behringer now. I don't listen that well. I worked with the late, great Jeff Emmerich who recorded the Beatles, and he would tell me things, and I forget them. I forget yeah. them all. <laughs> Luckily, I know some people who didn't forget them all. But, <laughs> boy, you know, he was just always fiddling, and he knew how to get the sound, you know. And, uh, yeah, but uh, I just love the older the mic, the fuzzier. It's less HD, and I love that. 
I think you could use a nice fuzzy mic. I think that's the sound quality that I'm looking for on this. Nice yeah. Rich fuzzy mic. Yeah. You know, hey, Jack White, if you're listening, <laughs> I need your help. I dated help me. For, I dated for a while a rich fuzzy named Mike. Oh. And it was good, but it, it just ultimately didn't work out in the end. I ended up marrying Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, you, you think of it fondly. I do. You think of that time fondly. He was a good guy. Sounds, and fuzzy, what, probably too, right? Yeah. Yeah. What 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 town is um is he in where he records all the uh, the he makes the forty fives now? It's in. Is it's not Nashville? Is it Knoxville? Oh. Is it maybe? I I mean, I guess I think of Jack yeah. White as like a Detroit guy, but I don't know if that's but he where he has a Nashville outlet, doesn't he? Isn't he? He's got a studio in. Is it uh, Memphis? I don't know. He's got a might be that tracks that tracks yeah. to me. Yeah. This this all sounds about right. Where he just <laughs> takes calls from. I guess probably Jack Black. Sure. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. I just presume Jack Black. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I mean, maybe the way to do this, I mean, just to make it a little bit more fun, is mm-hmm. see if we can get Jack White's third man records to press my upstairs neighbors banging around onto like an exclusive limited edition mm-hmm. record store day 45. Yeah. Maybe some cool cover art, hand number them, mm-hmm. colored vinyl. And then present him the noises. What about like that, that splatter vinyl? Oh, I love a splatter. That, splatter that would be fun. Who's going to write the booklet, though? My first thought, Lance Bangs. <laughs> sure. Let's get Bangs in on this. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. It could be you. It, it, I don't know, it could be a kind of a pastiche of a, a 30s um, a series a book, and it would be you as a boy detective with a magnifying glass. Mm, you'd look real <laughs> cute. Shit, this is good. We should sell these, <laughs> we should sell these on the website. Brian... <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get some drawings of me in a detective hat, and then we're going to press my neighbor's noises onto a 45. And we can use the slogan that you already came up with. You know, it's a little more expensive, but it's not worth it. It's not worth it. <laughs> yeah, that'll be just a speech bubble coming out of my mouth. It's not worth it. <laughs> okay. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I am Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris Boy Detective. Uh, Nelly Mackay, a.k.a. Skippy. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> solid, Mackay, solid nickname. Mackay gets it. Mackay's here for this. I love, I love peanut butter. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's great. Skip. Yeah, it's a great brand too. <laughs> if you're looking for a standard peanut butter, can't do much better than Skippy. Yeah, my wife. Jiff, go to hell. My wife converted our family. My wife loves grocery store peanut butter. Mm-hmm. I didn't grow up with that much peanut butter in my life, I think. And maybe because the grocery store by my house was like a natural foods grocery store and that natural foods grocery store peanut butter is a whole other experience. Sure. Yeah. Very gritty. Um, (laughs) But uh, my wife, when we had kids, just started buying grocery store Mm. peanut butter. It's like the the main top. I buy Cheez-Its and she buys grocery Mm. store peanut butter. These are the top two like big national brands that enter our house that way. And- I'm not going to lie. Whatever they do to that peanut butter to make it taste like that, they should they should do that to all foods. It's amazing. It's just, I mean, it's the, it's so much of it's the sugar. Yeah. Boy, do I love it, though. It tastes so good. They put so much in. Yeah. And they probably put, like, palm oil in that stops your heart the second it passes your throat. Yeah, that is one of those, like, things you got as a kid 
where it was like, this is good for you. Peanut is for food groups, protein or like, you know, it's like I think of that and like orange juice where people yes. are now like, this will kill you. This thing that you thought was, oh, it's this is worse than drinking a Big Mac soaked in soda. Like, yeah, there, there are contemporary equivalents. I would say your top would be uh, energy bars for children. Mm-hmm. The problem with children a lot of times is just not enough energy. Right, right. Yeah, they need to, they need denser calories. <laughs> sure. Uh, those are those are a big one that Give I'm... Give them a little monster. Exactly. It's like a smaller portion of monster energy. <laughs> yeah. Pep and up those lethargic kids. Then just different things that have been creamed and put into pouches. Sure. So you can suck on. Mm-hmm. Suck those pouches. And we do that in my house, too. I am not saying these because I am above them. This is... Confession is good for the soul. Both of these mm-hmm. happened at my house. Children's power bars. Uh, my... For you. Mm-hmm. Not for me. Oh, I'll yeah. just suck on an apple. I'll suck on. I've I have sucked on a few applesauce pouches in my time. You have children. Yeah, I got three children. Oh my goodness! You I seem live like right a, there at my house. But you are a child. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm a man without skills. What, what kind of children? Uh, I have an eight, a five, and a two year old. And they're girls and boys. Uh, the oldest is a girl, and the the middle and youngest ones are are. Our boys. Wow. What did you, was there a reason you had a, a third? Because you already had one. Yeah, of we didn't know how hard the first was going to be yeah. at the time, and the second, <laughs> we we really we had a nice smooth patch. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, conceived a third, and then uh, things went real. Took a real nosedive <laughs> in terms of difficulty. Uh, do you think um, that will get better in twenty years? Yeah, I think twenty years seems like about the right <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah. I think that seems about right. Well, you know, that's probably optimistic. They say the four, first 40 years of child rearing are the hardest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, when something momentous happens to you. Yeah, like when your children turn 40. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a call, 206-984-4FUN, for our segment, Momentous Occasions. We have some uh, callers who've called in their momentous occasions to us at 206 984 fun for our segment, Momentous Occasions. One such caller is this one. Hey, uh, Jordan, Jesse, and, uh, and guests. This is Sam in Milwaukee with, I guess, a momentous occasion. I'm walking my dog, and I just walked her past a yard with an extremely steep hill. And I saw a guy mowing the grass on that hill uh, by – he had tied a rope to his lawnmower, and he was just letting his lawnmower roll down the hill. And then he would pull it back to the top <gasps> of the hill. Uh, and also, I'm a little bit high right now, and so I don't know if that was actually weird or if that's the normal way that people know their lot. Uh, thanks, guys. Bye. Yeah, that's this great. One of it's the a best real the, Ru- the Rube Goldberg uh, lawn mowing method. It's, it, it makes sense. It, real? It, it, is it really less work? I mean, to pull seems hard work. No, I guess you're right. I guess the right yanking that thing up the hill. But maybe like I guess maybe what we're trying to do is avoid the uphill, which mm-hmm. is maybe the hard part of that. I you know what I'm going to do? Hmm. I'm going to fucking dig a trench at one end of my yard so I can get a sort of simulacrum of this. The part of my yard that has grass is flat. Mm. I live on a hill, but to put the grass part's flat. But sure, I think can... if I just, I'm not going to be. I don't think I'm going to be able to build it up because that would block my window of my house. Mm. But if I dug down at the far end, <laughs> you know, facing the street, if I put a trench there, I could get a nice grade in there, and then I put in a winch, 
And you could yank your mower. I mean, this guy doesn't have a winch. That's where he's going wrong. Do you have a mower? Do you do do you do home mowing? You know what? What happened was so when we moved in, mm-hmm. they had redone the whole yard, and mostly just grass. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm going to be one of these fucking lawn dads. Sure. I've never lived in a lawn home in my entire life to that point. But I was like, I'm going to do this like other dads do this. I'm a fucking dad. I made life. I can, mm-hmm. I can, can mow end a lawn. It. You can. Are you are you ending the grass's life when you mow it? I think you're just ending its sexual uh, uh, horizon. You're probably catching some bugs in there too, so you're killing yeah. those. You're, yeah. But you're snipping its you're snipping its development. It's like mm. a, you're creating a a, a a green field of castrati, right? By ending Beautiful its potential voices. to go through its life cycle. So I was like, I can do this. I went on uh, popular. Internet resale, retail website. Mm-hmm. Um, bought myself a push mower. Went out and did it about four times. Was like, this is horrible. <laughs> this is the worst fucking thing I've ever done in my life. This is so hard and unpleasant. And at the end, all you have is grass. That's but grass is not even better cool. than the other dads. Grass who is you're not even competitive cool. with. Sitcoms have taught me. So we there's this Jordan <laughs> Jesse Go listener named Dwayne mm-hmm. who used to work in the office next door. And one time he emailed me. He's like, uh, not to be creepy, but I think maybe I work in the office next door. And I Dwayne's a landscape architect. I was like, Dwayne, how much grass can we not have in this yard? It's better for the earth too. Now we just have tiny squares of grass. And my other rule was. I wanted grass where if I had a gardener come, like, uh, I think we have every three weeks or something Mm -hmm. like that, that three weeks of grass would not be a problem. Like, I was like, give me a clumpy. I don't care if it's clumpy. You know what I mean? Give me something where I don't have to do anything and I only have to have someone there once every three weeks to do it and a drip irrigation. This, This was my rules. It came out fine. But fucking mowing grass is miserable. Yeah, I did it as a kid and didn't didn't hate it, but yeah. Anyway, Maybe that's because you had all those power bars. That's true. I was full of child pep, I guess. Uh, uh, Nelly, what's your what's your plant situation like in uh, in Pennsylvania? I don't know shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it reminds me of Roseanne. Always had a line that she said she'll vacuum the house when she has a vacuum cleaner she can ride. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't. I I uh, I don't. I'm too much of a, a commie to you know and uh, uh, broke to. Uh, hire someone, but even when I had money, I never hired anyone to clean. But then I don't do it, so I just live in filth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even call grass filth. Uh, <laughs> oh no, right? I guess I'm just moving into the all domestic I, services. I don't really pay too much attention to the outside. <laughs> you know, there's just sweet little animals Bessie would like to kill, which is um, oh, yeah. a shame. Sorry, I my, my I said sorry twice there. It was because I accidentally I accidentally kicked Bessie. I'm really I, oh I well. Well, she has she really loves your feet. I guess they your sneakers look like her. That's, that's Maybe true. She they're puppies. They are, yeah, they are two yeah. little black and white pups. <laughs> she gets I, right in there. She's still going up to yeah, you. Yeah, so. no, I know. I'm sorry. She's that's forgiven. She's forgiven me for kicking her, which is very <laughs> nice, and I love this unconditional forgiveness. My, oh, Jordan. What? <laughs> my oldest dog Coco at age 13. Many of her passions in life have subsided mm-hmm. in favor of a life of leisure. Mm. You know, she prefers relaxation over most things. And she was a terrier chihuahua. She is a terrier chihuahua. So she had a pretty busy lifestyle previously mm. uh, with rechasing, etc. 
Um, but the one thing she absolutely cannot shake and that I cannot seem to explain to my children is uh, that she th- she mm. thinks all feet are rats that need to be killed. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Foot killer. Yeah. So if you if you cross your legs and then kick your foot back and forth yeah. in front of her, she'll go first she'll turn her head sideways Uh-oh. and then she'll go <laughs> and then she will fully bite you. Oh. She will fully bite your feet. And so, it's like it is a power inside of her like like old Wally's love for the sea. <laughs> it is deep bred somewhere mm-hmm. in her most basic DNA. If you're just in socks, do you feel it? Yeah. Oh, you feel it. Yeah. She's never like bit anybody such that, uh, you know, blood has come out or anything. But she will actually bite it. Yeah. uh, Because it like you see her go from it's like someone said her Manchurian candidate power words. (laughs) It's like all all agency disappears and she just goes. Sets her off. Uh, Take another call. Does your? I was going to ask if your. Uh, does she have killer instincts? Uh oh, yes. Okay. No, it's it's it's, it's a shame, but she is getting slow now, so it's been a while. Well, that's good. That's it's, nice. It's been a while since she's killed. It's like Rambo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it is. It's it's their instinct. But for goodness sake, she doesn't need it. You'd think I'd never feed her. Yeah. <laughs> she's well. You know, there's always that opportunity to come out of retirement for one last job. That's yeah. true. That's you true. Know, I can just score. <laughs> she. Yeah. They need her special set of skills. She's, she's a fat fucking squirrel. She's like, oh, I could live off the spoils of that right. for, in the <laughs> Turks and Cayman Islands. And then there's a, a three minute scene of close ups of her putting. On guns. <laughs> uh, yeah, Brian, what else we got in the call department? Hello, Jordan, Jesse, and guests. I am calling with a momentous occasion. A few months ago, I was diagnosed with and had removed a spinal tumor. The surgery was successful, left very little nerve damage, which is healing, and the pathology came back benign all of which are momentous in themselves and cause for celebration, none of which, however, are why I'm calling. As my eyelids grew heavy with medication being pumped to my IV, my neurosurgeon leaned in and told me, don't worry, we're going to get that fucker, punctuating what he had just said with finger guns. (laughs) All right, Jordan, Jesse, go keep it tidy. That's what you want in a surgeon. (gasps) You want a fucking shit kicking, rowdy, gun slinging surgeon. That's great. Uh, Why don't more (laughs) surgeons have spittoons? (laughs) I'm picturing though that the the, the caller looks like Betty Davis. (laughs) Surgeon looks like George Brent in uh, Dark Victory. I think we all pictured that. It's fair to say. Wow. Well, I, I, I get you know. Senses of humor in uh, in 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 medical professionals. We're, we're, I don't even know. Do you think he was doing it with a sense of humor? Or was he was he very serious when he said it? Yeah, hard to say if that's if he's just he considers himself the Rambo of surgeons, yeah, the yeah. baddest surgeon in the West. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, right. He. You know. He, he after he takes off the scrubs, he throws on a leather jacket and hauls off on a motorcycle. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I I I love it. I would say I'm going to make. 
orphans of those tumors children. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot better than when I went in for that surgery and just as I was in that same place, they said, we're giving you the stuff they gave Michael Jackson. Yeah. So my last thought could be, didn't he die? (laughs) (laughs) He has a complicated legacy. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah. Well, it was Michael Jackson, Tom Petty, and who was the other one? Oh, Prince. Prince, yeah. Yeah, but ah, is that the worst way to go? Maybe. No. Of all the ways to go. We'd rather have them. Mm-hmm. Really? No. I don't know. <laughs> no. It's like, ah, you know, that that fear of, uh, you know, just, yeah, you lose your power, you know, when mm. you get to a certain age. Unless you're Jack LaLanne, you know, I mean, some people, they stay at autonomous. Yeah, I think probably the, the number one example is probably Jack Lil, fitness mm-hmm. guru, yeah. Jack LaLanne. <laughs> yeah. Also, those those women... They were some, at least one of them, I think, was the first black woman allowed into Columbia's dental school. Mm-hmm. And they wrote a book called Having Our Say. And they were both like 106, 104. And they said, you know, we just have some garlic each day and all this <laughs> stuff. But I mean, you know, there are these people that, I mean, they keep Maggie Kuhn, who founded the Grey Panthers. I think she was always autonomous. I just don't want to become a baby at the mercy of people younger than me. I'd much rather overdose. <laughs> That's uh, something honorable in yeah. that. There's something very honorable about that. I can't stand how you ha- you grow up, you get a driver's license, and then you have it taken away. Fuck that shit. To yeah. me, there's two sides to it. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. On the flip side of it, though, I just made stink in my diety. Mm. <laughs> sure. Big boom boom. But yeah. you are a married man. I mean, so you kind of grow accustomed to that kind of oh, care. Yeah. That's and... certainly that's, that's my life. Jesse and his wife are making stink all over each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I could see that, you know, before you before you get up there to where you're, you know, too infirm to move, you just get so high that you die. Mm-hmm. If, and if you're you lucky. Make, it makes a lot of sense. makes a lot of sense. If you're lucky, just along the way. You see a guy pulling a lawnmower up a hill with a rope. Sure, and you just fade out. Uh. It's the last thing you see before before you pass over to whatever's next. You just see a man yanking a mower up a hill. Is it possible, Jordan, Mm. that your upstairs neighbor... It's yanking a mower? Yeah. He's mowing the hardwood floors? Look, you're... Maybe he's got grass up there. I don't know. You're I mean, the... I certainly don't. I haven't seen the inside of his apartment. You're the expert on hardware and fittings, but sure, it seems Springs possible only, but... to me as a as a ball bearings guy right. that that is him hand over hand pulling that lawnmower. I mean, that's a... that's pro- I mean, Maybe he's just mowing an area rug. <laughs> <laughs> that's what made Jerry Rice such a great football player. He's in the NFL Hall of Fame because... He, you know, he'd run up a sand dune. He'd pull a right. lawnmower with a rope. All these things. Really? Yeah. Oh. I think that's true. Kegels. Forty percent true. Anyway. Yeah. Right. You know, enough enough to hang your hat on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nelly, when we come back, will you sing a song for us? Yes, please. Okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. Hello, my name is Tusk Henderson, and I am an outdoorsman. Are you looking for a new comedy podcast? This month's episode of Beef and Dairy Network Podcast has as its guest the wonderful Nick Offerman, playing the part of Tusk Henderson, adventurer and outdoorsman. Think about fitting yourself 
a month's worth of provisions and a half-ton cow into a kayak. So if you've never listened to the show before, this might be a good place to start. I string a bowstring between her horn tips and I can fire a spear off the top of her head and uh, took in some very delicious cod. So if you're after a new comedy podcast... Why not try the Beef and Dairy Network from Maximum Fun? Download it now! You flip a cow upside down, they make an excellent toboggan. Hi, it's me, Paula Poundstone. And it's me, Adam Felber. We have a podcast called Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone. It's a comedy podcast where we bring on experts to teach us stuff we need to know. And, by the way, the guy who came to tell us what to do when you encounter a bear never showed up. Anyway, it's fun. You are guaranteed laughs in every episode. You can't really guarantee laughs. What if somebody doesn't laugh? We'll get sued. Join us for our next episode when we have an expert in consumer law explain to us how to defend ourselves against one humorless litigious shut-in with enough time on their hands to sue us over our unfulfilled claim of guaranteed laughs in every episode here at MaximumFun.org. The Cat of the Week is Mabel from Green Bank, West Virginia. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Nellie Mackay, a.k.a. musical expeditionary. There she is. She's going to see you. So you got what looks what appears to be... Ukulele. That's right. As I call it. That's right. And you have a, and a harmonica. <laughs> you got, it looks like you Tell got a, Looks like you got a, You got one of those um, one man band harmonica holders on. Yeah. But this thing's got two harmonicas in it. Uh, oh, that's correct. There might just be a um, uh, what do you call it? Not a transmogrification. Uh, it, I, a key change is too easy a word. Lycanthropy. You're going to turn into a werewolf. Modulation, yeah. <laughs> Modulating from human to wolf. Uh, what, yeah. what kind of song are you going to sing for us, Nellie? Um, I'm going to sing uh, a song called Red Rubber Ball. And I learned it very well Now I know you're not the only starfish in the sea If I never hear your name again It's all the same to me And I think it's gonna be alright Yes, the worst is over now The morning sun is shining like a red rubber ball Never cared for secrets I'd confide to you. I'm just an ornament, something for your pride. Always running, never caring, that's the life you live. Stolen minutes of your time were all you had to give, and I think it's gonna be alright. Yeah, the worst is over now. The morning sun is shining like a red rubber ball. <laughs> the stories in the past with nothing 
to recall. I've got my life to live, and I don't need you at all. The roller coaster ride we took is nearly at an end. I've bought my ticket with my tears. That's all I'm gonna spend, and I think it's gonna be all right. Yeah, the worst is over now. The morning sun is shining like a red rubber ball. Think it's gonna be all right. Yeah, the worst is over now. The morning sun is shining like a red rubber ball. <laughs> Mackay, a rare privilege, what sir. What a treat. What a treat. Well, what a, you've awakened the Manchurian Chihuahua. <laughs> she likes it. Look, she likes mom. What is she looking at? Yeah, she might just be she looking at something decor. on my shelf you outside You have incredible there. decor. Please Thank let you. us get a picture with that Dick Gregory photo. Of course. Yes. Of course. Nellie, what a joy it's been. You've got a show coming up here in Los Angeles, That's right? That's right, right. When's yes. that? Uh, October 29th. And then are you are you on there? What are you up to besides that? you got a new EP coming out, right? Yes, I'll give you. I only brought one copy. I'm so sorry, Jordan. Hey, you know what? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's okay. I, I think if you play uke music loud enough, your neighbor will come down. Oh, yeah. We could uh, we could do a little dance together, and yeah. then I'll segue into yeah. what's going on up there. I've been playing the ukulele for my children. They do not like it. Mm. <laughs> Actively dislike it. Oh, just no like, kidding. Just like Bessie. They should want to pick it up. Here. They're not interested? No, they're not interested. They're wow, you have hit a rough, rough patch. Contemptuous. Okay. But if you dig a ditch at the bottom of your new newly mowed hill, you could bury the children there. Oh, Things get bad that enough. We're talking. <laughs> See, Nellie gets it. Uh, full of good ideas. Nellie McCoy. Multi hyphenate. We said it. it. We said it at the beginning of the show. Multi hyphenate. When we're done, we're gonna play. Uh, we're gonna play a song from the new EP. What song should we play, Nellie? Oh, uh, I think um, a song called Rockabye Your Baby with the Dixie Melody. Oh, that's an an old music hall classic. It sure is. From the great Nellie Mackay. Nellie, what a joy it's been to have you here. Thank you very much for making the time from your luxurious all all barbecue all the time uh, poolside Los Angeles lifestyle. Look, you're not kidding. That Beyond Bratwurst sausage is completely animal free. Oh yeah. my goodness, I've been eating one every day. <laughs> God, <I laughs> We're lousy with fake meats here in LA. I'd love Fresh to get my lips on one of those brats. You can't turn a corner without smacking face first into a delicious fake meat with a texture that's pretty close. I yeah. know. <laughs> uh, uh, if you're wanting to tweet about Jordan Jesse Go, hashtag JJ Go. If you're on Reddit, MaximumFun.reddit.com is where you can chat about the program. We're on Facebook. Just search for Jordan Jesse Go or join the Max Fun Group or Jordan. I don't mean to be presumptuous here, mm, but no. maybe do both. 
Yeah, why not? A little of each. It'll be fun for you. Why not both? Our producer, Brian <laughs> Sonny D. Fernandez, is his name. Uh, always a joy to have him penetrating the booth with his uh, overloud laughs. Uh, Bessie is the name of our dog that I'm stealing from AKA Nelly. LA's totally awesome. <laughs> <laughs> LA's totally awesome dog. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I hope we'll see everybody out at uh, Nellie McKay's next show and everybody out at the record store, whether it be digital or physical, to purchase Nellie McKay's new EP. Uh, here is the great Nellie McKay. Goodbye. We love you. Anytime I hear a mammy sing a babe to sleep, slumber deep, that's the time the shadows round my heart begin to creep And I weep Wonder why I went away What a fool I've been Take me back to yesterday In your arms again rock a your baby with a Dixie melody When you croon Croon a tune From the heart of Dixie Just hang my cradle Mammy mine Right on that Mason Dixon line And swing it from Virginia To Tennessee with all the love that's in you Weep no more, my lady Sing that song again for me An old black joke Just as though you had me on your knee A million baby kisses I'll deliver If you will only sing that Swanee River Rock-a-bye, oh, rock-a-bye, baby With a Dixie melody MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.